The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online, anything that has to do with Blackpink and Math Olympiad. From the hottest issues of trends for our daily social media, and we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Yes. How are you? Just fine, considering the circumstances. It's pretty humid, hard to ignore. Yeah. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get the memo, dead smack in the middle of the monsoon season. Rain yep. in the forecast throughout the week. Let's jump into this first buzzword of the day. South Koreans apparently finishing third overall at the 2023 International Mathematical Olympiad. I'm thinking third place sounds great. Yes. You know, this is a global event where gifted math students from all over the world uh, compete. So third overall in the competition is amazing, I would say. So the South Korean team won um, several medals at the 64th International Mathematical Olympiad including four gold medals and two silver medals. Uh, this is an annual event. Mm. Um, it's been going on for some time now. And this year, uh, 612 participants from 112 countries uh, participated. Um, South Korea gained a total of 215 points mm. overall. China ranked first. Uh, overall with six gold medals and the U.S. came second. Yeah. And then third was South Korea. Third was South Korea. I, yeah. I think we like to generalize a little bit and that very, very wrong stereotype that Asians are much better at math. I mean, just the fact that I'm looking at the U.S. team, although I'm not quite sure which ethnicities these team members were. I mean, I just think it's interesting to see that each year the outcome turns out to be a little bit different from the previous one. All right. So I, we rarely get to do this, but I think because it's an occasion, who are the students in the South Korean delegation? Let's name them. Yeah, so all of the participants uh, in the South Korean team were from Seoul Science High School. Uh, they include uh, third-year students Pei Jun-hui, Lee dong and Choi Woo-jin, um, as well as second-year student Jin Young-bum. Now, these four students that I just named each won a gold medal at this year's competition. Uh, third-year students Lee Ji-hoo and uh, Jung Yoo-chan uh, received silver medals, uh, respectively. Now, Pei Jun-hui scored a perfect 42 out of 42 points. Um, only five out of a total of, what was it, 612 participants? Yep got that perfect score this year. Now, Pei Jun-hui and Lee Gyu-dong won gold medals for the third consecutive year. And uh, Choi Woo-jin also received uh, two gold medals and one silver medal for three consecutive years. So, okay, just in case some of our listeners, including myself, have no idea how the Mathematical Olympiad is conducted, what kind of questions and uh, how many problems they have to solve, can you tell us a little bit about the process? Yeah. So from what I understand, the competition had uh, six questions in four different fields, including algebra, 
combination, geometry, and integer. Uh, three questions had to be solved within a given time limit of four and a half hours each day over the course of two days. And the overall ranking was determined by the sum of the scores of each of the individual players mm. by country. Um, now, I mentioned that this Olympiad has been going on for a while now. The first uh, event was held in Romania mm. back in 1959. Uh, it's held annually. And uh, this is an Olympia that tours the world. So each year, a different country gets to host the event. Okay. Uh, this year, it was held in Chiba, Japan. All right, look at that. A moment to congratulate the students, I suppose, for coming in third and strong. Yeah. So congratulations. congratulations. I, I wonder what the future holds for them. Isn't isn't that what we're interested in? What kind of adults yeah. they will grow up into and which right. vital industries that they would you know, be utilized in? Mm -hmm. AI can certainly use them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to our second buzzword of the day. Hugh Edwards' wife apparently names him as the BBC presenter facing a pretty serious set of allegations. So what's the story here? So there's been days of uh, frenzied mm. speculation. Um, the, the BBC star, who was previously unnamed, um, you know, he was, he allegedly uh, paid a teenager uh, several years ago for explicit images. Um, and uh, that BBC star has finally been named. He is Hugh Edwards. He's the face of BBC yeah. News. And uh, it was his wife, Vicky Flind, who issued a statement on his behalf saying that he was suffering mental health problems and is now receiving inpatient hospital care. Now, the longtime BBC anchor is one of uh, the network's highest earning stars. He has led coverage of some of the biggest stories in the UK uh, in recent years, including, well, most recently, the death of Queen Elizabeth II last September, mm. royal weddings, elections, as well as the 2012 Summer Olympics. As you said, he is one of the most synonymous faces to the networks. Yep. So you can only imagine the disappointment and the murmurs that continued even in the aftermath of the wife's admittance on record. But I mean, just to be clear, Edwards has battled with severe mental health issues for some years. He has talked about it publicly. That's right. Now, his wife said she was issuing the statement um, after days of speculation, primarily out of concern for his mental well-being and to protect their children. Now, the statement did not detail any of the allegations made against Edwards over the past week. Uh, Flint said that she hoped the statement would bring an end to recent media speculation about other BBC presenters. Um, and according to her, Edwards was first told that there were allegations being made against him last Thursday and that he intends to respond once he is well enough. Uh, mentally and physically to do so. Now, the statement comes uh, soon after London's Met Police said there were no, there was no indication that a criminal offense had been committed. Okay, so just to revisit the details of how this story first broke, the mm -hmm. case has dominated British newspapers uh, this week. The BBC said it had suspended, quote, a male member of staff following the report. This led to this frenzy, as you mentioned, of media speculation of who this unnamed staff may be. And the rest is, well, what we just detailed. 
Yes, exactly. The story first emerged when the Sun newspaper reported uh, last week that a mother had accused an unnamed presenter at BBC of paying for sexually explicit photos uh, from her teenage child who was 17 uh, years old when the first contact was made allegedly. Uh, that young man is now 20 years old. Mm. And uh, the BBC said it first became aware of this complaint back in May. Uh, however, this is not it. In a twist of events, just yesterday, a lawyer for that young person who is at the center of this controversy disputed the claims reported in The Sun. Uh, he said, that lawyer said in a letter to the BBC that uh, those allegations were rubbish. Okay, and that's not the end of it. There were also fresh allegations made against a presenter this week. According to BBC News, a second unnamed person came forward with another set of claims. That's right. Um, the police said yesterday that they were aware of media reporting regarding the further allegations, but uh, it said no specific details or information about these allegations have been passed to the police, and therefore there would be no police action at this time. Okay. Now, uh, the BBC, in the meantime, has said uh, that it had seen the police's statement and that it would move forward with its own investigation. All right. So let's wait and see how that investigation yeah. goes and what detail surfaces. In the meantime, I know the Internet is a wild, wild space where speculations become sort of the entirety of the story. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think kind to be mindful of everyone that yep. is involved, including the alleged victims, right? That's right. All right. With that, we move on to our final buzzword of the day. Anything Blackpink touches turns into gold. So the inverse must also be true. Um, <laughs> if there is even a murmur of possibly, possibly the girls not re-signing with YG Entertainment come August, well, stock prices tumble. Yep. Um, shares of YG Entertainment dropped almost 7% after reports came out that the contract renewal for one member of Girl Group Blackpink is sort of like hanging in the air. Um, YG shares traded at its lowest since May 11th. Um, according to news reports, member Lisa has not been able to find agreement regarding a contract extension with YG Entertainment. Uh, there have also been reports that YG Entertainment responded to questions by saying that uh, contract renewal discussions were underway, but uh, there were differences standing between Lisa and the company. Okay, just to be fair, the so-called seven-year curse has been rampant in the girl group and boy band uh, sector. And it's because when they first debut, the most standard contract they first sign is a seven-year one. And with their heightened popularity, a little bit more leverage, of course, the girls and boys usually are inclined to renegotiate the terms. And hence the statement seven-year curse. But I mean, just for the record, Nothing is for certain. We still have a few weeks to go. Right. You know how these things go. It can move fast as long as they find an agreeable point. Uh, Blackpink's contract is expected to expire in the first week of August. And uh, you said it. You know, Blackpink has been one of YG Entertainment's most successful mm. 
K-pop groups mm. and, uh, you know, just to name a few of the accomplishments that they have made since their debut. Um, they were the first Asian act and K-pop girl group to headline the Coachella Festival in the U.S. Um, you know, they also hold the Guinness World Record for most viewed music channel on YouTube for a group. Uh, they beat out uh, Maroon 5 back in April, <laughs> apparently. Anyways, um, yeah, so YG's contract renewal process with the remaining three members of Blackpink, uh, that is apparently proceeding relatively smoothly. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, but there's also other news regarding Lisa, actually, mm. <laughs> that uh, recently emerged. There are rumors that she is dating, and she's dating a rather uh, high-profile figure. Yes. Uh, he's none other than uh, Frederick Arnault, who is uh, Todd Hoyer CEO and uh, LVMH heir. Mm. Uh, they were spotted uh, having dinner in Paris and uh, several local media outlets reported that uh, they were allegedly dating. Um, You'd be surprised. Yeah. I mean, years after even like the first generation idol girl groups uh, debut, they would go on the record and say, you know, all that time you thought I was single, I was dating. It happens. But this is certainly <laughs> a high profile couple if if it turns yeah. out to be true. Ne right. Neither side has confirmed nor denied from what I know. <laughs> Right. That's all we know for now. All right, Erica. Thank you very much for today's updates. Have a safe day and we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.